Thank you for listening to River City 360. My name is Nolan Bicknell, and we are on location at the University of Winnipeg. And I'm speaking with Jackie Anderson. She is the Family Group Conferencing Coordinator at Mamaway. Jackie, thank you for talking to us today. Thank you for having me. So you are one of the panelists at today's Your Winnipeg in 2030, Making Poverty History. Uh, you kind of brought the perspective of an agency that really works in this area to try to obviously make poverty history. How do you think the conversation went tonight? Were, were you uh, able to say all you, that you wanted to say? I think with the minimal time that I was given, I probably could have talked. Like this could have been an eight-hour workshop in itself. But um, I'm really grateful that I had the opportunity to be able to come and share our truths um, coming from the perspective of our families, our communities, and that of lived experience. Um, I think it's important that we create these safe spaces to be able to ensure that the voice of those that really matter are present and forefront and honored and celebrated. That came up so frequently tonight is lived experience and the people who are going through it right now. The, and that's really important to have people have empathy for them. It's kind of difficult too to, to talk about this stuff. How like how do you feel when you're dealing with this every single day? How do you say how do you stay strong in dealing with such difficult topics day in and day out? Well, I mean, um, like I come from you know when I when I look at our our medicine wheel teachings and you know it just so happens that those teachings are you know given to me by one of our very respected elders here, Myra Laramie. You know when I look at you know my own journey, you know of of you know, at one time being a victim, to being a survivor, to being a teacher, to today being a warrior. It's important that, you know, the work that we do within our community, that that lived experience is included. You know, there's a different element of understanding of, um, of help, you know, being that helper when you have come from, you know, either you know, one or multiple forms of that lived experience. So as, as a lived experience helper, you know, it's important that you also take care of your spirit, you know, in the work that you do. And, and I mean, it took me many years to be able to know how to do that and shut off at the end of the day in order to continue to come every day and do what I do that our community has honored me and allowed me to do. You mentioned Dr. Uh, Myra Laramie there, and she mentioned speaking to her mom in 1955 about still dealing with child poverty and still having it such an issue in Winnipeg. Are you optimistic with the sort of trend of how we're going and finally having these conversations and gathering and, and trying to find solutions? Do you, can you stay optimistic? Are you still, are you cynical at all? Or are you pessimistic? How do you feel about the general sort of trend towards how poverty is treated in Winnipeg? Well, there's a lot of work that needs to be done, you know, and it's very sad. Yeah, since the 50s, you know, when these systems were created, they were they were initially created to address the issue so that it wouldn't get out of hand. But look at where we are today. Obviously, the systems didn't, you know, do the work that it was intended to do. Um, but it starts with conversation. It starts with relationships. And it starts with empowering the voice of lived experience. And again, now it's up to, you know, the governments to and the systems to be able to take that step back and say, hey, yeah, you know, never thought of that. You know, like what I was sharing there, I give one of my families a bus ticket or a $25 gift card that gets deducted. You know, how are our families supposed to build their individual capacity to go to training or go to school, you know, when they may not have the financial means to take a bus or to pay for childcare or do all those other things when you're being stuck in poverty 
you know and again sometimes our systems are set up to keep our families in poverty it's it's expensive to be poor it costs money to be poor and expensive physically mentally emotionally and financially absolutely absolutely i mean i like shared a little bit about a child you know living in poverty and you know what what people also need to understand that when you come from that lived experience there's always traumas that are going to stay with you you know and you know even when i was like i said when i was preparing for today i took i took a step back and kind of looked at my own upbringing and you know those triggers and those traumas were even still there for me you know did i have to have a good smudge at that moment yeah did i have a good cry yeah you know but i was able to pick myself up because of the relationships that our community and our family and our young people have you know, allowed me to be a part of their life, you know. So that healing from that trauma, you know, that we've experienced when it comes from different forms of lived experience is with us forever. But it's also how do you ensure that you're taking care of your spirit and, you know, making sure that your voice, you know, um, is the truth. It's going to be a eternal battle and an eternal experience, you know, constantly reliving and, and remembering and trying to work through it. It does get easier. You know, um, it, it gets a lot easier as long as you've got that support system there. I mean, I'm, I'm a double income family and I'm still living in poverty. I got three kids in university, so they're my priority. You know, I'm, I'm working. I've been working for years, but, you know, um, it's... I mean, there's there's different elements, and those elements may always be with you, but, you know, um, it's important that we create safe space like this, that those stories can be shared, because every time you share, it's part of your own healing. So is that what's what's next for people? Is it just sharing these stories, educating each other, and trying, trying to empathize with everyone who's going through these? What, what's next? Well, I think the stories is... is, is you know, eminent in, in the work that we're doing, because even what you know, I had folks share with me when I went to go and sit down is that, you know, the stories that you were sharing, you know, really connects to the impact, you know, so you can go in, I can go in and say, well, you got to stop doing this, and you got to do this, and you got to do that. But if you don't have the stories to show how currently the systems are impacting our families, then there's not a lot of passion and meaning behind it. And those are the stories that need to be shared, the truths you know, of what it is that they're experiencing and how it's impacting their family, you know. And that's why I, I've taken, you know, that uh, opportunity to really share, you know, as it relates to children in care and how many parents that I have, you know, that have had kids in the system for eight years, you know, and it's not because they've given up on their children. It's because of all those social economic barriers that they're faced with that they can't, you know, get out of that system, you know. And, and again, when the poll, affordable housing, absolutely, but it needs to be safe, affordable housing, you know, which is very far and few between, you know. And again, I have, I have a little boy that can go home any moment right now, but the system is saying, nope, because the back stairways are not safe. You know, so to get a landlord to address that is almost impossible. To call landlord and tenants bureau to get them to address it, yeah, we'll get to it in three weeks. You know, so they don't realize that every time a child, every day a child is kept away from the family is trauma in their future that they're also going to have to mask or deal with. Well, thank you for sharing your story today as one of the panelists here at the Your Winnipeg in 2030 Making Poverty History. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add to, to our listeners today? Um, 
No, just that I really encourage, you know, for you to get involved, to learn more, to attend, you know, more of these consultations, um, you know, and be a listener because there's a lot of stories out there and that's where I get the most learning, you know, is, is by those stories and people entrusting and feeling safe to share those stories. And in order for you to make change, you need to, you need to be invested in, in learning and, and feeling those emotions. Well, thank you, Jackie Anderson from Mumaway. We really appreciate your time, and thank you for uh, tonight and everything you did. Thank you very much. Thanks again to Jackie Anderson from Mama Wichita Center for her contribution to uh, last week's panel, as well as our conversation afterwards. Uh, to find out more about Mamaway, you can visit their website. It's www.mamawi.com. That's Mamaway, M-A-M-A-W-I.com.